Welcome to the Empowered with Ash podcast. My name is Ashley. I'm your host, and I'm a health and fitness coach who helps busy women repair their metabolism and drop fat through sustainable habits, all while gaining confidence in themselves and their body, strength in the gym, and enjoying the process of it all along the way. I specialize in helping two types of busy women. The first one being those who have put themselves on the back burner and they finally want to make themselves a priority again. And second, those who are working so, so hard to achieve results and they feel like nothing they are doing is working. I help these women ditch the all or nothing mindset and learn to integrate workouts and nutrition in a way that fits into their lifestyle and is also sustainable for the long haul. I focus on a holistic health approach with my clients, making sure all areas of their life are working together for them to see the best results, as well as feel the most confident and happy in their body as they can, which I truly believe stems from prioritizing holistic health, their mindset, their movement, their nutrition, their sleep, all the things. In this podcast, I share strategies education, mindset hacks, stories, and more, all with the goal to inspire you to live your most empowered and balanced life. I will also have various health professionals on the podcast sharing their expertise, as well as some of my clients sharing their experiences and how their life changed for the better by prioritizing a holistic health approach. Enjoy! Hello everyone, happy Wednesday and welcome back to the Empowered with Ash podcast. Today's episode is a solo one and I'm going to be sharing with you the four non-negotiables my clients must master before even thinking about diving into a fat loss phase. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make is assuming that our body is prepared to immediately dive into fat loss when nine times out of 10, that is not the case for majority of women. We have to prime our bodies to enter a fat loss phase. And these four non-negotiables also are going to make a fat loss phase more seamless, make you more successful, make your adherence better and overall produce better results than if you didn't do these four things before diving in. Think of these as prerequisites to getting better results and more sustainable results. Number one is going to be mastering maintaining your weight. This is so underrated, y'all, but this is probably one of the most valuable lessons you will learn on your fat loss journey. If we cannot maintain our weight, it is going to be extremely difficult to lose weight and to lose weight consistently and then maintain the results. We have to first learn how do we keep the scale trending in a straight line. Now, scale is always going to fluctuate. The scale is always going to fluctuate So we're going to see it go up and down even when we're maintaining our weight. But what we always want to look for are trends. So if we're seeing a trend of our weight continuously climb up, we are not maintaining our weight, right? We need to see more of that straight line trend. This means figuring out calorically what you need to be intaking and what energy expenditure you need 
and having a balance of the two, making sure you're expending about as much as you're intaking calorically in your diet. And then we have to ensure that we can maintain it consistently. Like we can adhere to protocols of strength training, of nutrition, et cetera, long-term. Now the journey to maintenance might be a little different for each person. So if we're overeating, we're going to want to get to a place where we are just eating, as mentioned, what we're expending calorically. So instead of eating more than what we're expending. Whereas if we're under eating, we're going to want to take a reverse diet to reboot our metabolism. And we're going to actually want to increase calories to get to our maintenance because we're eating underneath that. So there's two different pathways as far as that's concerned to how we can meet in the middle and get to that beautiful maintenance. But once you get to that maintenance, then you want to maintain it for a few months. Each person's different to how long they should be in that maintenance phase before diving into fat loss. A few different factors can be considered with this. Like, did we go through a reverse diet or were we overeating? This is going to be really crucial. If we went through a reverse diet, we're likely going to spend a little bit longer at maintenance because our body hasn't been eating enough for long enough of a time. Whereas if we're overeating, our body was getting an excess of food. So we were definitely eating enough. So we might be able to dive into fat loss sooner. Regardless of the timeline, we want to ensure that you feel a thousand percent confident maintaining your weight and can do it for a good chunk of time before pulling calories. Because when you go into a deficit, aka a fat loss phase, aka eating less than what you're expending, it's going to be more challenging than maintaining. So we have to learn how to maintain our weight first. And then it's going to actually be a lot easier to pull calories because we have spent time at maintenance and our metabolism is going to be in a much healthier and happier place because our body, fun fact, is supposed to be maintaining our weight majority of the time. We're not supposed to be in a chronic surplus all the time of eating more than what we're expending, and we're not supposed to be in a chronic deficit, eating less than what we're expending long-term. What our body wants for us is to be maintaining our weight majority of the time. This brings me to the second non-negotiable, which is nailing down food composition and then optimizing calories. So we talked about maintaining your weight and maintenance and what that kind of looks like, but we need to take that a step further. Once we're at maintenance, we need to make the most of it because it's not just about calories in, calories out. Yes, that's a part of the equation, but if we are just eating straight up donuts (laughs) and that's all we're eating, right, for are thousands of calories a day. Obviously, that's going to look very different when we lose weight than if we're eating a macro-balanced diet. So we have to optimize food composition, and we have to find the right proportions of protein, carbs, and fats that support our workout routine, our strength training, and support our body and its customized needs. 
So when it comes to calories and macros, everyone's body is, of course, going to need a customized set of both. This isn't something we can just Google online. Well, we can, but we're not going to get accurate numbers, right? There's a lot that plays into this. You've heard me say it before. I'll say it again, right? Our genetics, our preferences, what we can consistently adhere to. And we have to do everything so gradually and work our way up to finding the right combination for us, right? And so it does take a little bit of time to find those sweet spots. And we listen to a lot of biofeedback. You know, how are our hunger cues? How are our energy levels? How are we feeling on a day-to-day basis? What are our cravings like? And a mixed combination of all this biofeedback, we're able to really use that plus the knowledge of okay, scientifically, here's an estimation of what I need. And we combine all that together and find the right balance. So it will be about finding not only the right food quantities in your food composition and ratio of each macro, it's also going to be about the quality of those macronutrient sources. So we want to ensure that we're eating a highly, highly nutrient-dense diet, we're prioritizing whole foods, we're prioritizing fiber, and we're nailing down all these habits before pulling calories. Because if we don't do it before, truly, imagine how many changes that would be at once that would be so exhausting. This is a lot of times why people hate their life when they try to achieve fat loss is because they just pull a bunch of calories. They try to make all these changes at once instead of gradually building to it. And if you think about it in almost all other areas of life, we're not going to go zero to 100 like we try to with fitness and nutrition. So it's really ironic that with fitness and nutrition, we try to do that because in so many other areas of life, we would do things so differently, right? We wouldn't just walk into the first day of your brand new job and ask your boss for a promotion. This is likely not going to happen, right? You're not going to go on a first date with someone you just met and expect for that person to propose to you. You aren't going to walk into a brand new class in school and be like, yo, professor, can I take the final today even though you haven't learned anything and you have none of the answers? So we have to start thinking of fitness and nutrition as the same exact thing where we aren't changing everything at once. We're building these sustainable habits. We're changing these habits over time and then we can move to the next level, right? Then we can take it a notch up. But we kind of get a little entitled with it that we've just like earned this next phase. Because if you think about it too, like, okay, if we spent years of our life doing something a certain way and we want to make these changes and that's amazing and we want to be healthier and that's amazing. We almost have this entitlement like we should get results right away when all these years of our life, we maybe didn't treat our body the best. We maybe didn't take care of our body very well. And now we have this expectation. Week one, I should be losing weight four weeks in. I'm ready to go into a fat loss phase, right? When the reality is that's not how it works. And I know people like to be like, fat loss is simple. Yes and no. I mean, it it can be if you're learning from the right person, but it's not as simple as calories in and calories out. And it's not as simple as just 
make these drastic changes and your life will change, right? We have to think long term what's actually going to serve us. And a lot of these quick mentalities and entitlement of thinking we earn this right away is actually what hinders us from not only seeing better results, but being able to sustain them, right? Then we keep losing and gaining the same amount of weight over and over because we never actually built the habits. We skipped a bunch of steps, right? To put it bluntly, we skipped a bunch of steps. And when we try to skip steps, it's not sustainable. So in order to be sustainable, we think of it like building a staircase, right? We have to take every step in front of us. We're not just going to skip a bunch of steps. If we're building that staircase as we go, there's a chance we're going to fall through that hole, right? (laughs) Because we are missing steps. So something to think about with food composition and food quality and just these four non-negotiables before even diving into fat loss. The third non-negotiable ties in with the second one a bit. We want to ensure that we have built out a solid strength training routine that we can adhere to that optimizes muscle growth because as we know, the more muscle mass we have, the more calories we're going to burn in the day. So we want to be training for hypertrophy, which is an increase in muscle mass. So that's our goal. We want to be training for hypertrophy. We want to have found the right training split that works for our schedule and we can adhere to. And we want to make sure we actually have gotten down the routine of strength training and that we're appropriately practicing progressive overload before we dive into fat loss. The idea is when you're in this phase to optimize having the best macro split customized for you and also kind of eating the most amount of calories you can with that strength training program so that when you do pull calories later, you're pulling from a much higher amount. The mistake I see a lot of people make is they don't try to optimize their nutrition and strength training before fat loss, which leaves them with a lot less calories to pull from and makes it a lot more difficult, especially when it comes to long-term success. So my goal with my clients is always to get them eating as much as they can while maintaining their weight and finding the correct food composition that works for them and serves their body well. And then we can start thinking about the next steps. This piece of the puzzle is going to be very, very crucial because we want to spend this time at maintenance really focusing on building muscle mass. Because as mentioned, we know what that does for our metabolism, right? We've talked about this time and time again. So knowing this, this is going to make our fat loss results so much better. It's going to make our fat loss phase so much easier. And we are going to be so much happier with our results than if we did not spend time building muscle. Weight loss is different than fat loss. And so if somebody wants to lose weight, they don't necessarily have to prime their body to do that because losing weight can come from muscle. It can come from water weight. And most of the time, that's what people are losing if they're not optimizing muscle growth, right? You think about it like with carbs, for example, for every gram of carbs, we retain some water. So when people go on low carb diets or they cut down their carbs, naturally they see the scale shift, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're losing fat, right? So that's something really important to keep in mind that the whole goal of this 
is to be able to prime your body for fat loss. And that's why I always like using the terminology fat loss. And you know that's what I help my clients with. I don't like saying weight loss because weight loss is not what most people want. Women want fat loss. They want muscle. They want that toned look and they want confidence at the end of the day. So do not be shy to pick up the weights, ladies. And maybe a lot of you listening already are. And this is going to serve you so much on your fat loss journey. Of course, we want to be strength training with intention. So I recently dropped an episode, The Five Secrets to Building Muscle. Give that a listen if you want to learn more about how you can optimize your workout routine to see optimal fat loss results. And the fourth and final non-negotiable is catching your Z's, ladies. Catching your Z's, okay? You need to go to bed. (laughs) You need to get sleep. We have to optimize our nutrition, optimize our movement, and then sleep is that final missing piece. I always say, like, truly, if we aren't getting sleep, we can throw all our hard work in the trash can because this is when your human growth hormone is released, is when you're sleeping. So when human growth hormone is released, this is when your muscles are repairing themselves. This is when your body is recharging, everything's resetting, right? Everything's rebuilding itself in this time. So we need deep REM sleep. We really should aim for seven to nine hours. There are studies that show there is a decline in how much fat you will lose if you're getting under six hours of sleep, especially if you're getting closer towards five or less, your fat loss results will actually be less than if you were getting eight hours, right? Seven plus, eight to nine. Studies show you'll actually lose muscle mass since they aren't properly rebuilding and repairing at night. So you'll have a decrease in lean muscle mass and an increase in retention of fat mass with a decline in sleep. So don't sleep on sleep, ladies. Like sleep is so important. So I will never send someone into a fat loss phase and set them up for failure, which is why I will not send any woman into a fat loss phase before they've nailed down these four non-negotiables. If a coach does send someone in before nailing down these four things, I do believe it's setting someone up for failure and not as great of results and not with the ability and education on how to sustain the results long term. If we build all these habits prior to fat loss, it's going to be so much more seamless to dive in. We're going to be pulling from higher calories. We're already going to have great sleep habits in place, great workout routine in place, nutrition on point. We know what works for us nutritionally. So when we pull calories, we know what percentages of those calories should be coming from protein, fats, and carbs. We have whole nutrient-dense foods in our diet, so we're not trying to change a million things at once. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and now you have a better understanding of what you have to do before diving into a fat loss phase. I have a free workshop coming in March, so I'll be promoting that soon on my Instagram and here on the podcast. Be on the lookout for that. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and or leave a review. 
every review and rating is such a huge help as a small business. I hope everyone has an amazing week and I'm so excited to chat with you again soon. I'll be having a few of my clients on the podcast in upcoming weeks, so I can't wait for you to give it a listen. Bye.